I, I feel like it reminds them. It's like an activation. Mm-hmm. It, the energy reminds them of who they are and who they, yeah. who, what they've come here to do. Like you can look at this from just like, oh yeah, Tara sells truckers. That's super cool. But there's this big, magical, incredible thread around the energy of it and around the connections that are made there and around how people feel and what they experience when they wear it. There's, there's all of these threads that are in there. I would imagine are the things that you can attribute to, to you saying, and if I died tomorrow, I'd feel happy. I mean, I, I imagine there are plenty of people that could make trucker hats and would not feel that whatsoever. So right, what's that like? What's that mm-hmm. delta? Like, what is that thing? What is that energy? What is that beacon? What is that thing that you're, you're doing and infusing into the hats that makes them so special to you and everyone? We're here with Tara B, who makes incredible truckers and who is an incredible, incredible light being. And we're here just to kind of highlight her. She's been in our work and orbiting our work for a while, and we've been doing incredible stuff together, having incredible conversations. And this is a chance just to be able to explore her and explore more of the second paradigm and second paradigm business. Mm. So I think lots of these interviews tend to they kind of just circle around second paradigm business in general and what that looks like, because it's very easy to talk about the concepts. It's very easy to be like, here's second paradigm business. It's for the good of everything. And it's following the energy and trusting your intuition, but to see physical and tangible examples of it Mm -hmm. is just like nothing else. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's lovely to have you on and yeah, let's just see where this interview takes us. We don't really have a plan right now. And if you're watching the video, (laughs) we have our hats on. Yeah. (laughs) Our Tara B hats. <laughs> and that's how we actually met was through Instagram. I ordered one of these hats mm-hmm. and then I was like, can you put a 47 on it? I felt, I was like, I don't know if I can ask this. <laughs> and you were like, um, and you did, <laughs> but you're like, that's not really what I do home girl. <laughs> but thank you for putting the 47 in here. Um, I love it. It's on the brim. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, I just, we've been like chatting a bunch or we started chatting a bunch on Instagram and then you just kind of like swept up into our, into our work. And then Mm -hmm. here we are. And it's really cool. It feels like we've known each other for lifetimes. Like I, I feel like we share such a similar mind and brain and how we think about the world and how we see things. And yeah, it's, it's been really cool to know you and to get to know you more. Mm -hmm. Would you say, Tara, that you've been running a second paradigm business as you kind of know it now from the beginning and that you've been kind of in that place from the beginning and trusting your intuition? Like, I mean, you can go into a bit in your story too. like the you just posted that picture where you were leaving your last day uh, at your like traditional job. Um, yeah, I'm just curious what that what that kind of transition was like and, and if you kind of were trying to start from this place from the beginning or if you were doing more like traditional business stuff. Well, yeah, I am not a traditional business person at all. I mean, I literally in college, I took, I was like, at one point, I'm going to become a business major because that's what you do, right? Oh my God. I did the same thing. I did the same thing too. We're all business majors. That's (laughs) so so funny. funny. 
like, sorry, Dad, but I failed out of college. I never told him. But I, because I was, <laughs> but I saved myself because meantime, I was taking a bunch of art classes. And because I was doing so well there, they reinstated me and like, okay, you're on probation. And I was like, oh, my God. And, um, and anyways, yeah, I became a graphic design major and all that, you know. And, and I've been an artist my whole life. But I've never known how to make it a thing. And then I had, it's a long story, but I can condense it kind of shorter is I basically I moved back to Maui after being married and all this. And I found this or a friend gave me this uh, postcard with a lotus on it. And it was for a yoga retreat. And I just started getting into yoga. And I went to Bali. And it was a big step for me because I've never traveled by myself. And I pretty much went with absolutely, I didn't know anybody really. I mean, there are Maui people, but I didn't know them. And it literally awakened or it allowed me to start to follow my spiritual side, my intuition. It basically woke me up. Mm. And when I got home, I was like, everybody was like, Oh my God, your transformation was so, and I'm like, what, this is me. Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And then a friend's like, Oh my God, you should paint, you should paint like Lotus paintings. I was like, Oh, okay, sure. That's cool. And he's like, yeah, we'll try to get you in the spas. And cause all my friends here are uh, massage therapists. Mm -hmm. So I did it. It never really panned out, but I ended up with this huge, like Lotus um, drawing that, I took two because I thought I was being lazy, but what I realized what I was doing is I was following my intuition, which is, you know, mm -hmm. like following the second paradigm, took it to the class and the, the teacher, which is now a friend, shrunk it down really small and I made a silk screen out of it. And then I got home and I was like, because I surf and I wanted to cover my face so I don't get sunburned. And I was like, God, I wonder if I can, I can, um, what do you call silk screen this on my hat? You know, and it's on a curved surface. How do you do that? And I just, intuition took over again. And I, I have this chair that I taped off everything. And I did that. And the screen kind of ripped a little bit. So it was curved. And then this was my first, uh, oh, the Lotus was my cool. original design. And it's it's really morphed into, like, when you see the original one, I was like, God, I was selling that? Like, <laughs> You know, I've learned a lot. I didn't quite go to the edge. And like, you know, my initial was I just wanted to do just the lines without, you know, and, but that didn't work because I didn't always get a clean print. And so I started, you know, through other people that would buy my hats, they would ask me, what about this? And so they would kind of, they were helping me to see this bigger dream drop in. And so it's become this whole collaboration. In Hawaii, we call it ohana, which means family. And every single person that I meet through the trucker, there's this connection that you can't, like Miriam just talked about. It's like you're just instant friends because it's like this beacon on your forehead <laughs> of like, hey, I'm one of those love, you know, people. Are you too? Oh, my God, I am too. And it's just like been this beautiful beautiful journey and as I drop more into it it just I I learn more about who I am and how the how the dream is uh unfolding and, and it's just there's so many stories with it and behind it all that 
it blows me away on the daily of just the connections and and I never get tired of it because it's like these pure connections, you know, and people tell me like, oh, I bought one of your truckers because I was going through a divorce and I felt like I was going to die and you, you saved me. And I'm like, I didn't like the energy safe, but you know, that whole thing and stories like that all the time. And it's just, it's beautiful. And I, I feel like if I died tomorrow, I've done my purpose. Not that I don't have more things to do because I definitely do, but I feel like I am 100% on my journey. Six years ago when I started this and I just literally dove, six years ago, 2014, um, I quit my job and I had debt. I had no idea what I was doing. I still don't have any idea what I'm doing, but yet here I'm still here <laughs> doing my thing. So it's like mm -hmm. following those threads and you know, and just more and more and more, the deeper, the bigger dream is unfolding. And it's, it's pretty awesome to witness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you have hats literally all over the country and even internationally. Yeah, I have a person in like Sweden, Canada, Morocco, and probably in places that I don't even know, people just will post and I'll be like, oh my God, I don't even know that person. How did they find, it's like, you know, the six degree of uh, yeah. separation yeah. by Bacon, you know, what's his name? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It's like the Tara B. Cause I'm always like, how did they find out? And then I'll ask the person and then there's always a thread of somebody yeah. that knows me through. And it's just, mm. it's like this, beautiful spider web that's just like you know grid that just encompasses the earth and they're freaking trucker hats <laughs> you know i mean they're like i tell this to people all the time and they don't always know how to react to this but i'm like they're kind of fucking ugly you know they're like they're a trucker hat and like but the cool kids kind of made it popular about 20 years ago and it's taken off again and in hawaii the trucker hats are like the perfect vehicle mm. because they float they're great for water activities you know and all this kind of stuff oh, and and it's like i've made them beautiful you know it's like this weird it's this weird thing like this undercover like we've talked mm -hmm. about before yeah. with other people mm -hmm. it's like this undercover totally thing oh, yeah. is going on yep you know yeah. that's what i was just gonna say yeah, it's the nonchalance in it all the unassuming yeah because i have people this is so funny i love watching people like if i'm at a show and people walk up there's there's a bunch of different kinds of people there's the ones that beeline to me and they are just like they know exactly that that is the trucker that is for them no questions not even like i don't care how much it costs i am buying that hat mm -hmm. and then there's the middle people that are like you know they think about it and you know whatever and then there's the drive-bys that walk by and they like kind of don't even eye contact with me and then they come back in an hour and they're like, I have to have that hat. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even see that coming. And then there's the ones that come by and then they go, oh, I'm, I'm just so beautiful, but I'm really not a trucker hat person. I'm like, that's cool, you know? Mm -hmm. And then a year later, they're like, oh my God, I cannot get it out of my head. I have to have one of your truckers. I don't care if I don't like truckers and I don't wear hats. 
and then they uh-huh. buy one and then they end up like within the next couple of months buy six more because they're like oh my god i get it yeah it's not about the trucker it's about the energy yeah. of it a hundred percent and yeah Fuck yeah, Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess oh, we I all fire it. up. I love it so much. <laughs> I would love to keep following on that thread on the the energy of it all. Like you you were talking about all the connections that get made and like the the beacons and how other people see it. Because I think from like like you can look at this from just like, oh yeah, Tara sells truckers, that's super cool. But there's this big, magical, incredible thread around the energy of it and around the connections that are made there and around how people feel and what they experience when they wear it. There's there's all of these threads that are in there that I think I would imagine are the things that you can attribute to to you saying, and if I died tomorrow, I'd feel happy. I mean, I, I imagine there are plenty of people that could make trucker hats and would not feel that whatsoever. So right, what's that like? What's that mm-hmm. delta? Like, what is that thing? What is that energy? What is that beacon? What is that thing that you're you're doing and infusing into the hats that makes them so special to you and everyone? That's a great question. Um, it's... It's my authenticity. It's my, you know, I often, I have this picture of myself when I'm a little girl. Um, Cause you know, when you're the first born, you got a lot of pictures of yourself. And I'm like, I'm like, I've got my first bikini in my finger and I'm like this. And I'm just like, ah! like, I'm so happy. And that to me is like, not that you have to be happy to be authentic. Cause I don't agree with that. But like that little essence, that little spark, that's me that's the yellow trucker that I always wear that's the like when I first found you guys and I like became part of this collective I was like oh my god this is it like this is that's that energy of that little girl of that being connected to all that is that I've always known I've always known that society and you know stuff has like been like no no and then voices and all that crazy stuff but it's like i meet people like you and then other people that come through my life and i'm like this is it Mm -hmm. this is it it's not that the truckers are it though it's the energy it's the energy behind it that is like it's just so powerful i mean i it's hilarious i've had a couple people come over because sometimes people will come over to my house to pick up a hat and i don't know them and I'm listening to the energy to make sure they're not, you know, like crazy stalkers or weirdos, <laughs> which never show up in my life. But, um, <laughs> by the way, thank you. Um, but they'll, they get nervous and they're like, oh my God, you're like a celebrity. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> this is our energy. This is like, you know, so it's crazy how like, you know, but that's a whole nother tangent but it's 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 that same thing that they feel i i feel like it reminds them it's like an activation mm-hmm. it, the energy reminds them of who they are and who they yeah. who what they've come here to do mm-hmm. you know and it gives them like you know like uh miriam's so good about giving permission <laughs> you know like she'll be like and it's not like you know, it's okay. You know, like not, it's not like a mom kind of thing. It's just kind of like a, you got this. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do that. And you're like, oh, wait, <laughs> I can. I'm doing this. <laughs> and it's, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. It's just that it. kind of thing, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, 
it's beautiful and i love i love watching its effect and i don't say i say it's because it's not it's not me it's it's the work that i'm doing it's mm-hmm. it's what i it's what i channel on a daily basis you know and i sometimes i get kind of annoyed with the truckers cuz i'm like it's just such a like thing every day i paint and paint and paint but it really what it is is it's a it's a meditation it's it's gotten me so in the groove that i literally can have the crankiest day in the world and i can still paint a trucker and that person will walk up and be like they feel they feel that that whole authentic loving mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. they don't feel my crap totally. you know what i mean because totally. they don't need to because i'm not i'm not creating from there i'm creating from i'm creating from that whole place i'm not creating from duality mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's such a different place to create from and i think that's that's kind of the epitome of of second paradigm mm-hmm. when you create from that space you're just in a whole different ball game. Yeah. yeah. Or are you in the ball game? You know, it's like, it's this whole like thing. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I totally relate with uh, on so many levels when I'm even thinking about the art. I brought through a piece the other day. I was like, I felt so stuck. And I just was like, ugh. And then I ended up bringing through an art of truth piece. And I showed it to my mini course people and they were like, oh, my God, I love this. And I was like, really? (laughs) It's just cool to see that the transfer of like my shittiness Mm. didn't it didn't impact the art at all. Like it was it was just really cool. It's such a good reminder to still put out those pieces, even if my state wasn't like pristine, because it's not actually what's happening anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, there's something so cool about art. I think about even music. I, I look back at music that I created when I was like 14, and it was the purest expression of myself at that time that I had anywhere. I didn't have the language to even understand what I was feeling, but all of this was able to come mm. through and like give me articulations for what I was feeling and what I was experiencing at the time. And it's cool looking at, I mean, both of your art and and looking at this this weird thing, which from this context of we're pulling through divine energy and we're pulling through higher consciousness and, and our truest soul essence, it makes so much sense. But from the like consensus worldview, it makes no sense at all. It's like, oh yeah, you're activating that like right side of your brain and pulling, pulling on some creativity <laughs> and that's, that's super cool. But yeah, I just, I love that it has, that it even has nothing to do with like the, the emotion or the stickiness mm-hmm. or whatever that's there. You're, you're both incredible at pulling through soul into mm-hmm. these physical manifestations or these physical representations of that energy. And the fact that someone with art of truth, like on the canvas prints can like put it on their wall and have it in their home. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that someone can wear this energy around head. with them on their head, on their <laughs> crown is, is amazing. It's such a cool, it's such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? The crown chakra is just like <laughs> just beaming out. Like, I mean, it's so you can't cool. you can't make that shit up. No, I couldn't even. Tr- I mean, if I tried to like go back and do it all over again, I never would be where I am right now. You know, it's been such a beautiful. It is such a beautiful journey, and it just keeps like it's like the lotus flower. It just keeps like you know blooming and progressing and. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm curious to hear about like what's beyond truckers. Because talking about that permission piece, I mm-hmm. feel like recently in our time together, <laughs> there's like an an ass load of permission to do what you, what else you actually want to do. Right. So, you know, I went to school for graphic design and so I really enjoyed designs and everybody always like thinks, oh, you should be doing the design because it's successful, you know, and I could make it more successful. I have people literally knock on my door and like, you are sitting on a gold mine. You, you can really make this blow up into a thing. And I'm like, I know I can, but I, 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 my soul like just yearns for for fine art because it's like this sense of like what I'm what I'm realizing before is with, with the with the truckers and the designs is I had this this it created this community that helped me to see to develop who I was becoming and and now that I've had all of that I can see I can it's it's hard to explain I but I can see where I can see who I am now, you know, and, and, and instead of like, instead of allowing myself to kind of be uh, navigated like a leaf in the wind, it can be a little bit exhausting because people, you know, be like, hey, I want a trucker, but I want it like this and I want that design. And I want you to put a 47 on it. <laughs> right? And then I'm always like, and I'm always like, Oh God, I don't want to do that. But then I'm like, no, like Tara, like step outside yourself. Like, you know, it's bigger than this. And so I, you know, I check in and and if it tells me not to do it flat out Mm -hmm. beyond my own personal little, like, you know, not wanting to do it, like my little three-year-old, like, I don't want to do it that way. I will do it because I'm like, okay, I get it. It's, 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 there's a bigger thing going on here, but there's other times where people will ask for random things that I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause I'm not, there's my heart's not telling me to do it. And you're not, you're, yeah, you're going to get a special trucker, but you're not going to get the magic, mm-hmm. you know? And so that has helped me to define my fine art because I could literally paint canvas all day, every day for the rest of my life. And I would be a happy, happy, happy Tara, Mm. you know, and I, and I've struggled with it in the past because I've always, even though, even though all of my art comes from that God space, Mm. I always thought I needed like this, like depth, you know, like I need this like edge, like, cause I was always too like rainbows and butterflies and all that kind of stuff. But what I've realized (laughs) is life is just depth already as it is. And mm-hmm. I'm not a rainbows and butterflies girl. I am, I am, I am painting from reverence, from mm-hmm. divinity. And there is no, there is no duality in that. So, so that kind of expanded me a bit more. And then I, the painting that I'm doing right now is kind of my, it keeps morphing, but it's my soul painting and it's crazy because as I'm painting I get like Miriam does all these hits of like what's going on it scares me because they're such big concepts but I'm like I know that they are so true like this painting that I'm doing right now I look at it and I don't want to call it my opus because I don't know if that's the correct word but it's like as I'm painting every single thing that I've learned up to this point in my life 
is on that canvas. Mm. And I can see, because of that, I see the depth. Mm -hmm. I see the layers. But it's not edgy. It's just this, like, it's just this feeling. And then when people, I mean, and and what's fun is to hear people's comments. Like, they feel that, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, and it's, I love it. It's self-exploration. And it's me, like, in Hawaii, there's a term called aloha ma, which means self-reflective love. And it's basically self-love. And that's why I do my, one of the big reasons why I do my art is because I'm continuously working through that. And it's really cool because I see it affect other people. Mm-hmm. You know, like the right person is like, oh my God, mm-hmm. like I so needed that today or, you know, whatever. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Man, Tara, getting so many downloads, it's crazy. I feel like we all just dropped into this like space of like uh-huh. <laughs> when I heard you say that person came over and they're like oh my god you're like a celebrity and you're like no 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 like it's like it's everywhere it's funny because like it's like that energy that she saw in you is literally what you're becoming right now and it's exactly where your soul is guiding you mm. Because it's funny reflecting on, I'm going to sit up for this. <laughs> it's funny reflecting on the what the hats could be. That whole thread is so interesting that the hats, you could just take those designs and make cookie cutter hats, put them out. Everyone would still love them. They'd be awesome for all of the, for all of the hat reasons. Everything you were saying, like, well, they float and, and I made them pretty. Like, they make sense here in Hawaii. And you could have like a a sales funnel that has pictures of like girls in in the surf magazines and all the things that you've already been <laughs> mm-hmm. in you blow up those ads and you get really good conversions on them and there are your hats everywhere and everyone's like oh my god Tara B designs this is so amazing but you lose yourself and you lose the energy that's in that <sighs> and this fine art thread and seeing who you're really becoming is just so cool because you as a fine artist creating these incredible incredible pieces that do all of the same magic of the hat but in a form that it's almost like this is the final form then Mm -hmm. the hats become this extension of the fine art and it's Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. so fascinating having you as the artist because imagine like Pablo Picasso's alive and he's like also creating hat designs and they're limited <laughs> designs and like limited sets and he's like well this is where I started and these are the things but like this is actually me and my work is this fine art but like there's also all of these little things that are there that hat company is very different mm. and it's funny because the thing that's different is you essentially being the celebrity and you taking credit for lots of the energy and and even recognizing that what you're doing is bringing your own soul essence to the world and radiating that out to the world mm-hmm. and that the thing that people love about all of this is that it feels like they're getting it from a celebrity and is that they, it feels <laughs> like they're getting it from someone really special because you are mm-hmm. and you found a way to anchor and to land a soul essence that everyone's on our journey to find right now. You found a way to stick to your guns and say, no, I am being me and not taking the mm-hmm. easy money, the huge detours, which would easily be a five or six year detour where you could sell all these hats, live a cushy life and still not do the fine art, which is like the final truest form of it of your expression Mm -hmm. in the world 
So just feeling all of these threads and everything mm. land, it's just cool. It's really, really <laughs> cool. And I love the, I love how it just so perfectly integrates with everything that B's been bringing through the past like two, three mm. months. I'm like, you're here to accept massive amounts of fame and wealth because you're bringing the most valuable thing to this planet ever, which is mm -hmm. the soul essence that literally all of the previous generations were praying for. So just mad props. I just wanted to, <laughs> to drop that because it was just flooding in. <laughs> I, it made me sweat. I was like, oh my I God, know. that's a lot of energy. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's weird, right? To sit with that because you're like, what is going, I mean, you know, like that fame, that, that fame's a funny word too, right? Because there's mm -hmm. a lot of uh, stickiness around it. Oh, yeah. But it's like this, like, authentic fame. You know, there's got to be another word. There's got to be a better word. But, mm -hmm. or maybe we just need to do our work around it. But, like, it's just, there's really, there is no word for it. It's just, like, this beautiful space of, like, you know, the phoenix. It's just, like, this, like, expansive owning it yeah. in the most authentic way possible. Yeah, your soul essence gets to be recognized yeah. and known. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's just like... Which inherently equals fame. Totally. Yeah, I mean, we can call it like collective reverence of your purest soul essence and the, <laughs> and your ability to be able to, to bring through more of that than your body's programming that everyone else is also going through. But like it's fame, you know? <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing and it's it's so funny being with all of those all of the weirdness of it too because fame is a weird thing our society structures things very weird fame and money are set up very poorly and they don't take into yeah. consideration human value across the board they don't take into consideration like the massive inequality they none of that stuff but it's what's here and these things are incredibly valuable. And for someone like you, who's bringing through the essentially this next wave of evolution of where our planet is going to have fame and wealth makes more sense to me from mm -hmm. a soul perspective 100%. than like people who are going in the other direction, like yeah. primal urges and all of my, you know, whatever, <laughs> mm -hmm. like rap songs about all the primal urges and adolescent desires being fulfilled. I love the idea of more things like this mm. popping into the public eye, into the public spotlight and being heavily rewarded for that through the systems yeah. that are here right now. Yeah, same. Totally. I love that definition of, it's like that little, it's just a little tweak, right? Of, mm -hmm. of what fame actually is. It's like, it's easy to feel it, but it's not always easy to articulate it. Mm -hmm. But it's that, it's that feeling of, you know, I, I don't know. You know when it's your birthday <laughs> and you're like, it's all about me. It's not like you're not like, it's all about me. It's not that. It's like, it's all about me. You know, it's like me, like, as in like this, this thing, this thing that God created, that the universe created, yeah. like, how can you not revere that? How can you not celebrate that? <laughs> we you know, did. that, that. Yeah, I know. It's just my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i the thing i would bring to be a lot when he was bringing through this this fame and wealth stuff i was like bro like it's really hard for me to really own who i am because i just don't want to be an arrogant asshole 
I just don't want that. I don't want to be that. And he was like, think about arrogance and feel into arrogance. <laughs> arrogance is essentially pretending that you are more of what you actually are. Mm-hmm. Pretending that you are more than than what you're actually capable of. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a stretch. But he's like, look at what you're doing. You're pretending you're less of what you really are. For you mm-hmm. to actually own who you are isn't <laughs> arrogant, it's truth. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh I love that. all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you tell me my hats are all over the world and they're incredible and they just exude this energy, I don't think, oh my God, she's so arrogant. I'm like, yeah, yeah obviously. It's like, that's, like yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. There's just this truth because right? you can feel the weightiness of the truth behind it. You can mm-hmm. feel that it's embodied. And when those truths match the embodiment, it's always refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm always like, when I'm with you guys, I'm just like, I sit there like the bobblehead, like, yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> right. Because of the day, and then it's like, yes, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's that, it's all that stuff inside that we all tend to keep inside, you know? And it's like, once you start owning your radiance, your, I don't know, but it's just that feeling of like, you can't, it bubbles up. You can't help but smile and, you know, like just jump up and down and get excited, but not in like a, you know, over excited, but just like this, Mm -hmm. like, yes. Mm Mm-hmm best feeling in the world mm-hmm. you know i love it Me too. <laughs> it's the yellow ball i know <laughs> yeah that was crazy i had just bought tara's hat and i was at the beach and i went for a walk david was sitting there on one of the logs and then this yellow ball washed into shore and i obviously i obviously think or at the time for sure thought of you and yellow like associated the two but then when that art of truth piece came through it was the more green and I was like arguing with the intelligence of it and I was like no Tara's yellow and it was like no she's green and I was like oh god <laughs> but besides that so the yellow ball rolled into the shore and I was like I tossed it over to David and I was like, look, and you're like, oh my God, can we take this home? And I was like, what? <laughs> he got so excited, so excited. And I was messaging you and I'm like, this feels like you. I feel like you're here at the beach. And we were talking about the orcas. I was wearing your hat. The friggin' yellow ball rolls in. And then the next time we talk, and, you show up with that yellow hat too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Funny. Always. Her bitmoji has a yellow hat. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> she's on, she's it's kind of like, yeah, like the yellow. I mean, I do. I'm I'm a color of the rainbow. Like I love so many different colors. Green is definitely more of a. It's been a true color for a very long time. Hmm. That's probably my soul color. But this yellow is my sunshine. It's just. It's that. It's that Leo in me. It's that. St- it's that stuff that I've been keeping inside my whole life. And it's just like shining now. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that so much. Yeah, you got so excited. I did get and so it's, excited. And David didn't even know. He didn't even know that mm-hmm. I was like associating the ball with you and your energy and wearing your hat. Like mm-hmm. he had no idea. And he was like, oh, can we take this home? You were so mm-hmm. lit up about it. I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll never forget that that first 
CEO call because it was a it was like 24 hours after we did this call. Oh gosh, yeah. So the first 20, round, yeah. first round of how to promote your soul to CEO. Mm-hmm. Now you go. Oh yeah. I'm just giving context for once. <laughs> oh, thank you, I thank never you. do that. I know it's good. I'm just and I'm telling stories for once. <laughs> wow. Look at us. <laughs> Switching roles. So it's the first round of how to promote your soul to CEO, and we do like a public night right before and it was i think it was 24 or 48 hours right before and then we hop on the first call of how to promote your soul to ceo and i've never seen someone like with that much contrast of like i've fucking come alive like (laughs) here i am this is me i like i'm doing it i've never felt that big of a like kick and open and Mm -hmm. i think that's like that's one of the moments and there were so many moments throughout the course too like the moments that you shared and and the stories that you shared which the marketer in me just wants to just plaster everywhere and run ads to but it's just not what's here <laughs> hearing you and watching you go through your transformation and just come alive has been one of the most rewarding things ever yeah. and it makes me reflect on on how incredible all this work is that we're doing over here too that's true it's like <laughs> I'm like, I'm learning exactly at the same time as you, how powerful all three of us are. Mm. And it's been such a cool journey to be at this phase in the business and, and in all of it and to, to get you to just be on this rise because I feel who you are. I feel who you're becoming and I feel how much you're saying yes to it. Mm-hmm. And I feel so similar on this end. Mm-hmm. I feel who we are. I feel yeah. who we're becoming and we're both saying yes mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a, it's such a cool connection. Mm. It's such a cool reflection. And yeah, I just, I, I love you and everything you're doing and everything you are and everything you're becoming. And it's so obvious and it's so here <laughs> and so potent. So yeah, that was just my bubbling up and gushing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun because it's so, it's so natural, but yet it's so exuberant at the same time. It's like this, like this energy, like you guys talk and I feel like, I mean, I literally can just be like, like when you guys asked me to do this podcast, I almost felt weird after I said to you, I knew you were going to ask me. And then I was like, Oh crap. Like maybe I shouldn't have said that. That might've been too ostentatious, <laughs> but I knew I like knew like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I'm totally going to do that podcast with them. Yeah. Cause you got the ping. We both asked, got the like, ping at the same yeah, that's time. About when was like, oh, we should Tara on. That'd yeah, be awesome. we, we probably both received the message and then just sat on it. Yeah. <laughs> But I was like, up. yeah, it feels weird to like, you know, I don't know. It's it's so isn't that funny how weird it is to speak our truths and how nervous it can make us. Mm-hmm. But then you do it, and when you when you do it in the right, maybe this isn't right, but it's really rewarding when you do it in front of people that are so dialed in yeah. to the same energy, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. just like, you're all pulling. It's from a difference the same between thing. like you know a little sparkler. And a freaking firework, you know, it's like, wow, such, so much more potent. Yes. So much more Yes. Potent. Expansive. Maybe that's a better word. So much more. Yeah. The, maybe the past six months is when I've really started to see that. Having conversations where, like, I'm pulling through something very specific that's not at all what's happening. Like, in business relationships and stuff. Mm. Like, and I'll just speak into it. And like at first there might be some pushback, but like when we can both pull from the same thing, yeah, it's it's always like, oh yeah, I can see that, I can feel that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's dialed, that's dialed, and we're both tuning into it's the just energy. Truth. Those conversations are so rewarding and so validating, and yeah. it's like my, it's very quickly become my new standard for 
mm-hmm. like my inner circle friendships. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a, it's just a thing mm-hmm. that I need in my life yeah. because this is like how I run my life. This is how I speak. This is like, I stare off into the distance for like 25 seconds and I like come back with the answer. <laughs> like that's just, that's just me. And it's cool to, it's cool to be surrounded by incredible people like you who can also mm-hmm. feel it and who speak mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Cause yeah. this is the place we run our businesses from. Like yeah. this is, yeah. this is our whole life strategy. This is, mm-hmm. this is it. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. to know that it's real and have that fully embodied and to to be using it, it's just I don't know. There's there's something so incredible about it. It's a whole different ball game, you know. It's like that leveling up or whatever everybody calls it. But it's just when you come from that space, you're not you're not leaking energy. You're mm-hmm. you're owning it. You're standing mm-hmm. in it. You're like mm-hmm. exemplifying it, and it's it's such a different feeling you're just like your feet are on the ground but you're like you can feel every atom around you you know all of a sudden you're like i am that tree i am this desk i am this person like it's just like this whole being and knowing and it's like and what's so cool is like you can have that all the time it's like i was thinking today as i was doing my little moving meditation you can do that throughout your whole entire, that's the second paradigm is meditating your whole entire day. Yeah. yeah. Meditating, yeah. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. is, you're like yeah. the pause. What is this right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me sit with this. Let me move with this. Let me move with the energy. And it's like this whole amazing, yummy, beautiful mm-hmm. space. It's just like absolute presence. And then there's nowhere there's no like grappling or grippling or like trying to to get something that's not already here. It's just it's it's about mm-hmm. just being here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my <laughs> life's greatest lesson cuz I'm always like, okay, what's next? <laughs> Freaking out. <laughs> but the magic is really in the what's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, B's messages always start with like morning meditation, evening meditation. But then even later in the in the first book, he's like, and also if you're freaking out, check in. Mm. And then at <laughs> some point it becomes really obvious that like you're, you're like checking in through all these points mm-hmm. and they start to blur and they start to blend. Yeah. And then the messages of like, you're here to, to anchor this oversoul energy into your system. It was just... It like finally lands and it's... Yeah, I mean it's it's that you're you're in that space literally all the time. Mm-hmm. You become your soul in physical form. We were talking well because we were talking earlier, and you were like, "Oh yeah, well I just need to check out. I mean check in." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, "I don't. I'm not trying to check out. I need to check in." <laughs> so good. So, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, that's what made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about checking mm-hmm. in because it it is such a part of like our our day it's just so it's and I think like when I think of you Tara as an artist bringing through all this energy like and the way that you convene with nature like you've just always been this way you've just always been operating Mm -hmm. from this place yeah it's awesome yeah and I didn't even really I didn't realize it because it was so innate for me yeah yeah until like over the last few years I'm like Oh, it's like the land was literally teaching me that the energy mm-hmm. of Aloha of Hawaii is so permeated here. 
I'm so curious to see what that would feel in another place. Cause it's, it can't only be Hawaii, but like, it's just, it's been such an amazing, beautiful teacher. And it's just so, it's just, you know, like, it's funny. I have a story of like, I was sailing with my dad and I, I'm not a sailor. My dad is a definitely very much of a water person. And I was with my aunt and uncle and all of a sudden, you know, when the sail does the whole, like, it makes that sound, the sail, the, the wind changes and it goes whoop, like that. And, and the sail goes like this. And you know that if you don't duck down, that boom or that mast is going to nail you. Right. And I don't, and I only know this because it's like, I can speak the wind language or whatever, but I felt it and I instantly dropped to the ground and my aunt and uncle almost got knocked over. And my dad was like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I knew like it just mm -hmm. told me like yeah. it's like that sense of like mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. how that's how everything mm -hmm. i feel is here in hawaii it's like it mm -hmm. it just whispers to you yeah you know yeah. yes pick that flower no don't pick that flower mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's it's yeah been an amazing teacher for me yeah that's how i, I felt in tulum oh huh it was very very similar but, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because, I mean, we would go outside and I would meditate and the the leaves would start rustling. It was yeah. like nature was responding to the energy in a yeah. way I'd never felt anywhere before. Yeah. And I imagine it's very similar in Hawaii. But it's funny, then we then we went to Massachusetts and it's Dense the opposite. Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dense as fuck. Yes. True. <laughs> and there were still moments and pockets of it and that's where i brought through the majority of the first book it's mm -hmm. interesting so it's like it's almost like yes and that's actually available all over the planet that's just our connection to the planet yeah. but it's it's cool to be in places where that's acknowledged yeah where I other people know difference. it because it's in it's in the collective field yeah, that there's totally. that there's this rhythm with nature totally Totally. And Tara, when you were saying that it's innate to you and you've just always been like mm. this, I wanted to just be like, it's innate for everybody. <laughs> like, like guys, whoever's listening, gals, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's innate to all of us. Like that's actually our natural rhythm. Like that's actually what's most natural. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it is mind blowing hopping on the phone with people who have none of this language or who don't who don't speak this at all or even who are super skeptical and then you're like what's here for you and it's always it's instantly there oh. all the time mm -hmm. it's always there and it, it, yeah it's crazy how innate what, it actually is how dialed it actually is what, what do you mean what's your example like what's I think their about, response back i think about b calls that i've been on and essentially that's that's all that happens on the channeled sessions mm -hmm. is we show up and I say, I'm like, cool, what's here? And then they rattle off all the things and B goes through and he answers all the things because there's a soul perspective for all of those things. But it's always there. They always know exactly what's yes. happening in their life. They always know the exact conflicts that are there. And most often the answers are like, cool, that's resolving. Like this is playing out here. This is playing out mm -hmm. here. It's essentially like you're good, you're safe, you're taken care of, but like customized to all of the things. Mm -hmm. What what blew me away was was more so the like, just the level of awareness that's there that like without that deep intuitive knowing it's hard to know that the most important thing in your life is that relational conflict. 
Mm-hmm. It's hard to know that the most important thing in your life is like, oh, like I'm landing a, a like larger expansion or whatever it is. Like everyone always brings us the thing that's most there for them. Mm-hmm. And when we check in, we always get the exact same thing back too. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh yeah, like that is, that's huge. And here's why. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And we can fill in all the context. But like when you say that intuition is like this innate thing that's always there, I, I believe it. And I see it. Mm-hmm. Everyone we talk to is so intuitive and so well, tapped in, but they don't know. Right. Most often. Right. But they do know. And that's where I scramble oh, their funny, brain funny. because that's why I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you always yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm, <laughs> what I'm now thinking about with Tara is when she, we had a one-on-one call at, during the CEO program. That was one of the bonuses. And we got on the phone and she was talking about her fine art and talking about Norway and just talking about like all of her dreams. And then mm-hmm. she listened to it back and she messaged us and she's like, <laughs> guys, I just listened to myself lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> And David and I were like, yeah, we know. It's okay. (laughs) And it was so good because you already knew. Mm -hmm. And like, no matter how like, Mm -hmm. you know, the vision of of being in Norway or anything like that, no matter how that morphs and changes, like just the willingness to see that as like a potential reality for yourself, just that changes everything. Mm -hmm. Like that opens up so many more timelines that may not have been available had you not like let yourself really feel that. And like witness yourself lying to us. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah, I love that you said even if it even if Norway morphs and changes, because I think often there are visions that come through like that where it's like a hundred percent. Because it's like even if it's regardless of whether or not it's Norway, I do feel energy there, and it's so crazy. We were like we popped up at this like Scandinavian thing, and it said Norway everywhere. We like sent you pictures and stuff. And then when you went to go, oh, sorry. And then when you went to go buy a keyboard. The guy was like, he was like, he was, he was asking us, oh, we were like, oh, oh we just yeah, moved to Seattle. So weird. And he's like, oh, from where? And we're like, oh, we kind of been all over, you know, just blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, oh yeah. He's like, I've only re- ever really been to Norway. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? And then he was like, yeah, it's the most like <laughs> Seattle out of anywhere I've ever been. <laughs> so funny. Isn't that interesting? So yeah, Norway all the time happening yeah, over but here. I, I love the idea of it it morphing because because Norway to you I love it because internally there's this thing of like you're always like guys it's so cold there I don't do cold I'm not willing to live in a cold place but like I'm willing to say yes to Norway I think that in itself is so huge so like regardless of whether or not it's Norway like you've said yes to moving and going international whatever that looks like even to places that logically don't make sense at all and that you think you would Mm -hmm. hate I mean, that in itself is huge, yes. huge, 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 huge. That mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? Even with this choice point, I'm willing to go there, even though it's not at all what I would des- think I would desire. Mm-hmm. Like that willingness to follow the energy is gigantic. And yeah. it feels like that in itself cleared space for a lot. Totally, totally. Well, you know, it's interesting too, because it <clears throat> there's always a lot of circle backs to big, big ideas, big dreams. Yeah. Like Norway has been on my radar for actually a long time or that area up there. Cause it was like, I want to say a good 12 years ago, I was, I had a therapist and she was a traditional, went to school, psychotherapist, doctor, but she was also a native American shaman. So she kind of like, you know, did a little bit of both, which is kind of like how we are. Right. And, uh, I was like, oh, God, I'm white. Like, this sucks, man. Like, why can't I be connected to the earth? Why I got, you know, the whole, I was like, and she goes, you know, you got to look up the Sami people. They are the last white 
indigenous group in the world. And where do they exist? Upper Nor, like that area up in Norway. They're the ones, they, they live amongst the reindeer. Oh, wow. And their whole, all their mythology, when you look into it, it's the basis around um, Christmas. Mm. And like, it's like they, they wear pointy shoes. They wear these reflected, they look like elves. Like they're kind of small Funny. and they've got the little noses that turn up like, you know, like, like wow. little ski, like, you know, and they're blonde, they're blonde and they're little rosy cheeks. And, and they, one of their, one of their witchy myths is, uh, or shaman myths is their shamans, the way they travel through the, to another world is they travel in a cauldron with reindeer pulling them. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what? Cool. And so it's just kind of like all this, like, you know, like dots being connected, right? Mm -hmm. Always. Man, that blows my mind. (laughs) That's it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Her mind is just blown. (laughs) What, because of the way that they, like, look and are? Oh, just the, yeah, the, like, Santa the santa elf reindeer connection yeah that that comes from those people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i know i mean said this on one podcast i think i was talking about how i was like of course santa's real remember (laughs) yeah he's a shaman (laughs) (laughs) right yeah Yeah. how else is he gonna be able to go to every house in one night right that's some sort of magic (laughs) (laughs) So what was the counter thing? What was the thing that people say is real? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I think Santa's real. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was just funny that like, because people are always like, oh, yeah, Santa's not real, but I like love Christmas or whatever. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, Christmas is okay. But like, Santa's definitely real. <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally real. It's awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. We've covered a lot of ground. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that feels up and alive for you? We'll post all your social media stuff at the mm-hmm. bottom too. Yeah. Um, Where's the best place to buy a trucker? You know, probably my Etsy store. Um, the easiest way though to find me is Tara, T-A-R-A, Bouchard, B-O-U-C-H-A-R-D.com. Cause that'll just link you to my Etsy. And when you just type in Tara Bouchard, like all my stuff pops up anyways under Google. So. Well, there's a little text right now under your head and now <laughs> under our heads that uh, says, that says your website, tarabouchard.com. Cool. And then we'll also put it in the description of this and, and all the things. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And you can follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Mama Kitty's the best. I love Mama Kitty. <laughs> my little angel. Yeah. She's so sweet. She has the sweetest face ever. Oh my God. Pure love. Yeah. Pure love. Yeah. All right. Well, for everyone listening, go buy a trucker and join the trucker revolution. Trucker love revolution. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. For sure. Bye.